Nope, we don't need to speed up the process. We don't need to nuke this. You know why? Because this is the non-microwave truth. I am C.L. Whiteside, and this is brought to you by Time of Grace Ministry. This is a podcast that is going to challenge culture's truth and culture's perspective. Let's get into our first world problem today. One of my guys hit me up in the group chat the other day. He had just landed in Milwaukee. He landed at the airport. And he was like, CL, get, get your guy, get your cousin. And I'm like, dude, what you talking about? That's just the way we joke around. But the reason he said that is because someone who is a Christian approached him at the airport and said, hey, brother, you too good looking not to be Christian. Come and hear this good word. And I thought that was a hilarious way to try to hook and reel him into hearing God's word. And this brings us to our first world problem question today. Do you ever think that there is a time that you could be crossing the line and sharing the gospel and sharing the good news and sharing the Bible? Do you ever think there is a time that us as Christians could be crossing the line? That's the first part of this question. The second part of this question is, where have you been the most bold or in what way have you been the most bold in sharing God's word or sharing the gospel, or sharing the good news with somebody? Can you think of a time? Because I thought about this dude who, who went up to my friend and was like, hey, brother, you too good looking not to be Christian. That's just funny because it's like, if you're not Christian, are you ugly then? I mean, he, I, he was talking about from a physical standpoint, but that was just his way to, to, to hook and reel him in. But the, the cool thing about this is that man doing that allowed me to have a conversation with my friend, too, to do a little more poking and a little more prodding. Because you never know. We, we just got to get them seeds out there and let the Holy Spirit do what he does. But I just want you to think about that. Do you ever think there's a time or can you think of a situation where you're like, yeah, you shouldn't share the gospel in this situation or you shouldn't share God's word in this place or this time? Can you think of one? Now, I really want to hear from you on this one. And I would love to hear from you about when have you been bold? When have you been bold in sharing God's word, the gospel? Love to hear from you. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. My handle is Champion Life 23. And this is our first world problem. It is dinner time. The title of our episode today is In the Closet Christian. And I thought about this because I see so many people who get excited. They're super passionate. They're geeked about their allegiance to a sports team or a political party or some group, or their hometown. Like, they will rep it till they die. They have no problem wearing the colors, wearing the, wearing the merchandise, and letting people know, like, I rock with this team, or I rock with this group. But do we do that as Christians? Do we and should we do that as Christians? And, and the thing that I want you to think about on this episode, this entire episode, is the question of this. Are you an in-the-closet Christian? Meaning, do you hide the fact that you are a Christian? Would the average person know that you follow Jesus? Would the average person know like, yeah, they, they definitely are Christian. They move different. They talk a little different. Or are you quiet about that? And it doesn't matter if you do it intentionally because of the job you have or don't have, or if you do it by coincidence. I just want to know, what do you think? Do you think that you are an in-the-closet Christian? And should you be an in-the-closet Christian? In most cases, I'm, I'm going to say no. Now, I know that the world has kind of programmed us and sometimes make a, makes us think it's rude to be like, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I'm just so excited. And I can't hide it. Like the world at times can make you feel bad about that. But but we shouldn't feel bad about that. Now, first thing we got to look at on this episode is 
why do we go in the closet or why do we hide the fact that we are Christians? And one of the big things why we're not bold and we're sometimes too timid is because we think that will turn off the world. We think that that would turn off the world or or we realize what the popular opinion is and we don't want to go against the popular opinion because it's like, man, I don't feel like arguing with these people. It's it's only one of me and it's a hundred of them. Like, just forget it. I'm just going I'm just going to sit this one out, do what I got to do and get out of here because I don't got time for this. Sometimes we just realize or think like this isn't cool. And if I say something, if, if I stand out, if I get out the closet, if I'm actually vocal, I'm going to miss out. I'm going to miss out on something that I actually want or, or think. And, and the sad thing is, and the truth of the matter is, we allow the world to define cool way too much. Like we allow the world to define cool way too much instead of looking at God's word and allowing him to define what cool is. Because we just got to remember the loudest doesn't mean right. It's just the loudest. And just because it's the loudest at times, that can be intimidating. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to stay quiet. I'm going to stay in the closet or I'm going to go in the closet because this is just too loud. I don't want to I don't want to hear all this. But loud doesn't make it right. And I know sometimes it's just like I just I think that's the best way to love because I don't want to offend this person. I don't want to be attacked. I don't want to be persecuted. I just don't want the smoke. So the best way to love is just to say nothing. And in a lot of cases, when people are spewing things that aren't true and go against God's word, we need to get out the closet and we need to say something. And I think an example of that is, is Peter. And, and one of the reasons that Peter denied Jesus, you know, when the rooster crowed, is because Peter didn't want the smoke. He didn't want to be attacked. He didn't want to be persecuted. He just wanted to stay low. And as Christians, we are not designed just to stay low and be timid in that regard. And I know sometimes you're like, man, I don't want to offend anyone. But do you know who doesn't care about offending people and stepping on their toes? The devil the enemy. He doesn't care about stepping on anybody's toes. He wants to step on your toes, get them inf infected and have a whole bunch of fungus and mess you up. But we don't have that same mentality as Christians a lot of times. And that's why we stay in the closet. And like with that Peter situation, when the kitchen is hot and people are on your heels, you're like, I, I don't want to deal with this, especially especially if I feel like this person is going to throw out or call out past transgressions or past things that I've done, or they're going to pull out the people that I'm kicking with like, Hey, your boy does this, this, and this. So sometimes we, I zip it. I don't say anything because I just don't want them saying what I did in the past or bringing out my mistakes, my transgressions, my sins. So I ain't saying nothing. And every once in a while, some of us stay in the closet. Some of us are super quiet just because we have a lack of confidence we have a lack of knowledge of what God's truths are and what God's word says. And that's why it's so important to get into to the word. Now, what we got to realize is God gives us the power to do this. We're going to talk about that a little later, though. Now, issues that make us go in the closet or stay in the closet is pretty much any issue that we feel is going to attack us, um, persecute us or cause People to think about like, you should be canceled. Did you hear what they just said? They should be canceled. I'm I'm done with them. Like at times it's like, man, I don't feel like dealing with that. I don't have the energy. I'm not in the space to be to be dealing with that that type of mess. And I'm gonna give you a couple of concrete examples of times where we we are silent on certain issues or we stay in the closet about issues. And one of them is like, you got two friends, you know they're having sex. A lot of times we'll give the bad advice or say something like, Man, I got some condoms for you. Or, hey, make sure you're taking a pill. But we don't give them that truth of saying, hey, you, you really should just wait to have sex until you marry. 
because we don't want people calling us names. We don't want people attacking us or saying, well, you used to mess with so-and-so last year. And you're like, dang it, I did. But I'm changed. Like, we don't want to go through that debate. So sometimes we we cower in those in those moments. Um, times when we see people getting high or drunk and we just like, you know, they acting stupid, but their stupidity is not really bothering me. So I'm going to stay in the closet on this issue. Another big one is abortion. We don't want to offend women and we do want to support and, and love women. And we've been told by the world, and this is where it talks about that being outnumbered and, and what is the norm now. We don't want to be outnumbered or we don't want to go against the norm. So we were silent on this issue because I don't want someone to say that I'm being insensitive and I don't want somebody to say that, that, that they can cancel me because I don't care about women when I'm like, I do care about women. I care about the woman and I care about the baby inside the woman because I do believe that that's a baby. But when you hear that loud noise coming at you, you hear all these people saying something, you feel like you're being outnumbered. And then every once in a while, they throw this this one percent thing out there. What if that woman has been abused or, or raped? You just don't care about women. It's like, whoa, that's that's not what I'm saying at all. So when issues like that arise, we stay in the closet or we go in the closet or, or we remain quiet because we just don't feel like we have the energy to, to battle that or we just don't have the knowledge to, to battle that, actually. And just give them the facts of, you know, like our bodies are, are to serve God and our God can work through any and every situation. And he's proved that. Just look at the timeline. Just look at the, the genealogy of Jesus and who were some of the people in Jesus's family, how God was able to still work through them and give us our Lord and Savior. Um, another issue is just this whole love factor. Love whoever you want to love. And that's really tough when you have family or friends who are struggling with this of maybe trying to love or, or same sex attraction. And you're like, man, can I tell this? Because I do want to show this person love. But that's the issue I just want to sit out on because, you know, we actually having a good time at the family gathering. I don't want to tell him that he wrong for doing this, but I just want to eat some barbecue and chill. So we are quiet on those issues. We stay in the closet on those issues. And of course, the other one is the, the transgender um transgender movement that people are sometimes trying to, to force on us. And we just don't want to hurt anyone with these issues, but we're going to look at why can we get out the closet? Why can we be bold when it comes to these type of issues? And I love this passage, this passage from second Timothy one verse seven and eight, it tells us, it says for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. So we have the spirit of God in us. It says, but the power, but it gives us power, love and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. Never be ashamed to tell others about our God, his love, his truths, his principles. It says, and don't be ashamed of me. This is Paul. He says, either, even though I'm in prison for him, with the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. So he tells us and he warns us like, man, for the good news, you got to take some risk. You got to be bold about this. And it tells us that we are equipped. As Christians, we are equipped with the spirit of God and that gives us power, love and self-discipline to be bold and be out the closet. Jump off the porch with this and, and give people that love that they need, because love a lot of times is speaking the truth to people. Now, in this episode of In the Closet Christian, keep thinking about that. Are you an in the closet Christian? Are you a bold Christian? What type of Christian are you? We have to look at history and we have to take a, a real look at the fact if You've been in the closet. How do you get out of the closet? Why have you been in the closet? And then we have to look at like, how does that measure up with other people in the world or other people in, in history? And I'm going to just give you a couple of facts like this is more so talking about today to start off with one out of seven Christians are persecuted. 
that's not really happening in America, though. That's talking about Africa. It's talking about China. It's talking about other places in the world, the Middle East. Um, in North Korea, if you practice your faith and, and make it known that you follow Christ, follow Jesus, you can be thrown into a labor camp. You can be killed because of that. You can even, if you have a Bible, you can get in some mess. Think about that. I got a couple Bibles upstairs and I'm not getting thrown into prison for, for that. In China, they're attacking churches. And I'm not talking about like one or two churches. I'm talking about like a thousand churches that got attacked this past year because they follow Jesus. Uh, in Pakistan and Nigeria, those are one of the, or two of the places that have violence because people there follow Christ. People there are followers of Jesus. And Africa is one of those places that is continuously growing and Christianity is spreading, but you know what else is also growing and spreading? Violence against those people. Violence against those followers. And even women in other parts of the world are, are abused. They're raped. They're forced into marriages thinking that they will convert to that. So you think about that. In other places of the world, they are real life getting persecuted. Our persecution is somebody on Twitter going to say that we suck and we're going to have to go through all that. But these people have real life people wanting to kill or harm them we don't have that but I, I feel it sometimes like i don't want that smoke i don't want to deal with all that hey blah blah blah, blah. like we just don't want to deal with that but it's it's levels to this persecution and it's levels to this and we got to look at at history now i mentioned peter before and we talked about him denying but peter was bold like peter ended up he was all out the closet preaching the good news and and for Peter he was persecuted too. A lot of people, a lot of biblical scholars think that Peter was was crucified too, crucified upside down. But you just think about how he changed that. That's because he had the spirit of God in, inside of him. And this passage from Proverbs 28 reminds us. It says the wicked flee though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Peter became bold, bold. Like he was chest out. I'm here for the Lord. I ain't hiding in the closet anymore. And it's like, we can also get like that as well. When you look at Acts chapter 16, verse 16 through 40, this is when they're talking about Paul and messing up somebody's money. He messed up somebody's money. Now, that's a time where we want to stay in the closet too, because we're like, oh, I don't want to offend this person. I don't want to do this. But he had this woman following him around saying, oh, they're, they're, they, they know Jesus. And But this they had an evil spirit, and this woman had an evil spirit in her. So she was able to do some miraculous type of things, uh, tell the future, give them si signs, I should say. Not real signs, but things that entertained the people and, and was messing with their money. And Paul had to get the demon out of her. Now, you're supposed to be in a, in a tough situation when you get thrown into prison because that's what happened to Paul. Paul got thrown into prison. And that's the time a lot of times where people say, man, I got to I got to shut up because this is not working out for me. But when Paul was in prison, you know, what he was doing praying and singing hymns. And when an earthquake happened and Paul could escape prison, he said, hey, let's just stay. And he won people over because of that. He won people over because he did not stay in the closet. Well, in this case, he stayed in his prison cell, but that was against the norm. That was against the, the culture of that time. A huge time that we really just want to stay in our closets. We want to be quiet is when life is going very smooth. Like life is going, it's, it's moving, it's going in the direction that you want it to go. You got a great job. You're getting rewarded. You, you don't want to shake up things because this could mess up all the things that you've been working for, all the things that you have vision from a worldly, earthly, treasurely standpoint. And I think about Esther in this moment. Esther was in this situation. She won the beauty pageant or whatever, and she was, she was with the king and life was going good. She was, she was in the palace living good, but she had to shake some things up. 
And she had to forget about, you know, being canceled. She had to get out the closet. She had to take a stand for what is right. And she had to go address the king about something that was super uncomfortable. But she spoke the truth with love and she had the spirit of God with her. Now, when you need or you want something or you, you like you need a person, that's the time when we got We like, man, I should just stay in the closet because I actually need them. And I don't want to speak out against them because they might hold a grudge against me or they might hold something against me. And I think Joseph is a, is a great example of that. Joseph had an opportunity where he could have tried to take all of the credit, but he took no credit. You remember when he interpreted those dreams and he got brought to Pharaoh and Pharaoh was like, hey, can you tell me about these dreams? I, I heard that you can do this. And you got to think about this. His number one priority was not to glorify himself. And you're like, well, why would he want to glorify himself anyway? Because he was locked up. If you were locked up, you would do almost anything you could to get out of prison. But listen to how Joseph responds. Listen to how Joseph is bold. This is in Genesis 41, starting at verse 15. It said, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Listen to Joseph's response. He says, I cannot do it, but God will give Pharaoh the answer, answer he desires. Like a super high pressure moment right there. And Joseph isn't scared and shaking in a closet. He's not shaking in his closet saying, oh, I got to try to take all the credit I can. He's yelling and proclaiming who God is and what God can do. That's what he's doing. That got me geeked, like just thinking about how bold he was in that moment. He needed to get out of prison. That would be my number one thing. Like, man, I got to get up out of here. I got to take all the credit I can. But he gave the credit to God. He gave the credit and, and proclaimed who God was to someone who probably he was like, doesn't know God, probably doesn't rock with God. But I got to keep it a buck with him. I got to keep it real with him. Now, just looking at this, we're, we're in this episode of In the Closet. Why did these people jump out of the closet and why should you jump out of the closet and, and why should you be bold? And the first reason is this. God wants us to speak the truth. He wants us to speak the truth and, and share the good news no matter what. Listen to this from Acts chapter 5 verse 29. Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than human beings. And I got to give you context before that. Peter had just healed a bunch of people. The high priest, the Sadducees, they were jealous. They threw him in jail. They threw him in jail. The angel got him out of jail that night, like bust him out of jail, let him go. Daybreak came and you know what Peter did? He went back to teaching the people. He went back to teaching the people and they were like, dude, didn't we order you to stop talking about Jesus? Peter wasn't in the closet. Peter was bold. He was bold despite the fact that he knew he was facing prison. He knew that that people were after him. He went right back into it. If we experience some hardships and some obstacles, you know, what we do a lot of times we go quiet. We go quiet because it's like, man, I don't really have the time for this. We get beat up and bruised and the devil starts lying to you and says, God doesn't care about you, which is one of the lies and things that he does. Why do we need to make sure that we're outside of the closet? Why do we need to make sure that we're being bold? Light needs to shine. Light is not meant to be hidden. Light is there to shine. Light is there to shine. I'm going to say that again. And what we got to realize is it helps so much when we're shining that light because we don't want lies to be the narrative that, that are pushed. And sometimes when you are bold and you're allowing that light to shine, it helps other people be bold and allow their light to shine as well. Because we, we got to have some resistance against all the lies because we know the lies a lot of times are the loudest. And you got to realize this as Christians, we cannot witness, we cannot love, we cannot share the truth like we should if we're in the closet, 
if we're shaken in fear. Proverbs 31 verse 8 9 says this. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. How do we know how to judge fairly? You look at God's word. It says defend the rights of the poor and the needy, the poor and the needy. Philippians 1 verse 14 reminds us that, like I was saying earlier, we, we can empower others. It says, and because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. So because of what Paul went through and he shared this with others, they got bold and said, all right, we, we really can do this. And we got to realize us being out of the closet, bold allows our other brothers and sisters to be bold and to see that too. And, and one of the big things is just realizing and remember, God can use us to make a difference. He truly can use us to make a difference. And it protects us when we are out of the closet. It protects us from conforming and being just like the world. Because if you're in the closet, you're in the dark and the world is already dark. We're light. We got to we got to allow that light to shine. The light of Christ reflects off of us. It's just some simple ways to not be in the closet. First thing, just think about praying about it. In Acts chapter four, verse 23 and 20 and 31. So Acts chapter four, 23 to 31, they prayed. They prayed about being bold. They prayed about standing outside of the closet, not shaking in fear. And just some simple ways and simple things that we can do. I think just about how we dress, like we can brag on God the way we dress. We wear sports jerseys and all this stuff. It's so much merchandise now that supports God and, and his message and his truths and his loves. The way we dress matters. Uh, the music we play. We can bump music that actually glorifies God and is different. It's not the typical worldly music. You know, not being silent. We don't we don't need to be silent. We can disagree respectfully and, and speak God's truth and God's love. And, and another way that's simple is giving God credit when we when we talk to people and we have these conversations like don't be afraid to bring up God and what he has done for you. That's the sharing your truth. That's good. Sharing how God has blessed you in, in your life. And the biggest thing, a very simple way is sharing God's truth and love. Share the fact of Jesus and who he is and how much he loves us and how much he loves them. Like, that's the truth that people really hear. That's the non-microwave truth that they need to hear. And, and we look at just Jesus and that fact. That's something that we constantly have to share with people. And Jesus wasn't in the closet. Well, I guess you could say he was in the closet for three days, but he popped out like, what it do, baby? I'm back. And just reminding people how much God loves us, how much Jesus loves us, how he has prioritized us, how he was a guy who who made himself a servant, who made himself nothing so that we could be something. And this is a non-microwave truth. You don't need to be an in-the-closet Christian. Think about that. Are you a bold Christian? Take the steps to do that. Thanks for joining me on this episode of In the Closet Christian. Peace, punch, Captain Crunch. Say no to drugs and yes to Jesus. I am out.